Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top-quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. Clover gives you the power to run a smarter, faster restaurant. See everything in real time with the kitchen display system. Streamline takeout and delivery with online ordering. With the right tech, quick service is getting even quicker. Clover. Accept payments, run your business, and sell more. For a limited time only, visit Clover.com to get a $450 statement credit on qualified hardware purchases. That's www.clover.com. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 3. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. 
If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. There are more identity threats than you realize. Even if you monitor your credit, only a little personal info needs to leak out. Like your social security number or password. For you to become a victim. LifeLock alerts you to threats you could miss. If your identity is stolen, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions. But everyone can save up to 25% off their first year. Go to LifeLock.com aware. Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up 
some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome! Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Wednesday, the 5th of July. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented as always by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, We got a lot to get to here today. Yesterday, hope everyone had a nice little holiday, a nice little 4th of July. We didn't do the show yesterday, so we're back at it today. We got a lot going on here. We're going to talk NBA free agency. We're still on Damian Lillard watch, obviously. And our pal ESPN, Zizra Gutierrez, he'll join us coming up today. We'll find out from him when exactly the Heat are going to acquire Damian Lillard and what kind of leverage, if any, the Portland Trail Blazers have in this situation. The Blazers appear to still be difficult. It's a lot of posturing that's going on right there. If I'm the Heat fan, and I am a Heat fan, I, I would tell I would tell you guys, we, we just, we're in a holding pattern. You got to sit, you got to wait, you got to be patient. So we're going to talk plenty about that today. Again, hope everyone had a nice little holiday yesterday. I hope everyone was safe. Uh, you got the bullshit fireworks. We got the dogs that hate. Oh, my my dogs. They, they're so scared of it. They won't even go outside to, to make pee-pee and duty. They're so scared of the fireworks. So I hope everyone got through last night okay. We did here in the Zaslow Mansion. We had, a, we had a barbecue. We had a pool party. We had friends over. So we had a nice little time. Now, during the day, went out to the Marlins game. Went to Lone Depot Park yesterday, saw the Marlins beat the Cardinals 15-2. You got the third of a four-game set coming up today. So the Marlins have taken the first two there after dropping the uh, the previous three games, the final three games of that road trip when they got swept by the Braves. So the Marlins now have worked their way back to 13 over 500. They're 50-37. and 37. And look, the Marlins, the Marlins have done a really nice job Beating up the bad teams. that That's how they beefed up their record. Now, that doesn't mean just because they got their shit kicked in by the Braves doesn't mean they can only beat the bad teams. No. What that meant was the Braves are on another level from the Marlins. The Braves are on another level from everyone else in the National League, including the Marlins. So, 
you know, you, you want to look at the at that Brave series going into it as a measuring stick. That's probably not fair. The Marlins are not on the same level. They're not ready for the Braves yet. But good teams take advantage when they're playing the shit teams. And the Marlins have done that with the Royals, the Athletics, now the Cardinals. When the Marlins are playing the bad teams, they're sweeping them. You know, they're not just winning this. They're not just taking two out of three. They're taking all the games. So the Marlins got a chance to win this series today against the Cardinals and then go for a four-game sweep, which is very difficult. So we went to Lone Depot Park yesterday, the Zaslo men. Me, my two boys, my father, the four of us, three generations of Zaslos were at Lone Depot Park yesterday. Thanks to the Marlins and Jason Latimer for setting us up. We sat behind home plate. We had great seats. Anyway, I have to tell you, I'm very impressed with the crowd at the Marlins games. And and it's been like this for a little bit now. They're getting around they're getting around 20,000 a game. You know, the 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 last home stand before this, they were getting something like 20,000 or close to it. And yesterday, I mean, I was there so I could tell you firsthand the official attendance. Let's see what it was for yesterday. Official attendance for yesterday. Give me a second here. Let me click on game recap. All right, hold on. Everybody, everybody settle down. All right, let's see here. The official attendance for yesterday. Sorry, I click on box score. That should take me. Nope, it's not taking me to it. All right, very frustrating now as I'm trying to do it live with you guys. Uh, that was a mistake. But anyway, I can tell you, I was at the game yesterday. Oh, here it is. It's official attendance yesterday, 16,400. I thought it was more than that. But I guess here's also the point. And I know the day before it was 19,000. Here's the point that I would make. The fact that yesterday's official attendance was only 16,000 plus shows you what that stadium looks like and feels like when you have only 16,000 people there. That building gets loud. And... When it's just the lower level field. And the lower level is pretty much all packed. And it's been like that a lot recently at Marlins games. If the lower level is full, that place looks crowded. And it sounds loud. And not only was the lower level pretty much all packed yesterday, you had people in the club level, and you had some people in the upper deck in the outfield. And and in, in left center field where you got the Budweiser thing going on there, that place is always packed. So it's... It, it's fun being able to go to Marlins games here. I mean, the team is good. Yeah, they're good. And when you also have people there, when you have a nice crowd at the game, and when I say nice crowd, it's not 38,000. It was 17,000 yesterday. So it's not terribly crowded. You know, there are lines at the concessions, but they move for the most part. Wasn't that bad. You know, when when you go to the concerts there and you got like 25, 30,000 people there, that's when the concession situation's a disaster. The World Baseball Classic, the All-Star Game, that's when the concessions are a disaster. But like 16, 17,000, 20,000 people at the game, that's a nice crowd. Don't have to wait too long in line for the concessions. I love going to that ballpark. And, and to be able to go to games now where, hey, team's pretty good. That's something that we never get to experience down here. So, Lizardo was great yesterday. Look, again... And they got some guys who could hit there. Goldschmidt, Arenado. This Cardinals team sucks, but Lazardo was great. Six innings, no runs. So the Marlins today, they take on St. Louis, the third of the four games. 
You got Hoeing on the mound, and then on Friday, it's Yuri Perez. Looking to get back on the, you know, back on track, which if you win today, and Hoeing was bad his last time out. If you win today, then you're in a position where you can take all four games against the Cardinals. So, you got, and today's 640, by the way. All the games are 640, although yesterday, 110. So, loved going to the park there during the day yesterday. Really nice crowd, 4th of July. And really pleased with what's going on with the Marlins right now. Like I said, it's not just about holding us over until training camp gets going at the end of this month with the Dolphins. You got games that are meaningful every day. Jesus Sanchez, three-run blast there in the first inning. Luis Arias sets the table. He gets on board right at the start of the game. Really nice job yesterday by the Marlins. Had a really good time. Jazz, of course, he's on the I.L. And then Jonathan Davis got hurt yesterday. He hurt his knee in the outfield. I haven't seen an update as far as what's going on there. So that sucks. But pay attention to the Marlins. And I recommend going out to the games. We had a really fun time yesterday. So whatever you did on your 4th of July, hope you had a nice time. The Zaslow family, we did. We were safe. Hopefully you guys were as well. Now, as far as all the Damian Lillard stuff, right? That's what we're all keeping an eye on here. As far as what's going on with the Heat and their pursuit of Damian Lillard. First, I want to tell you guys about water cleanup of Florida. Summertime, the weather can be kind of rough, the rain, and then you notice there's a leak in your home. Hey, call or text water cleanup of Florida 954-900-8635. Immediate assistance so that the problem that you have then does not get out of hand. Water Cleanup of Florida has over 60 years of combined experience and their team is prepared to handle all types of leak detection issues. Fully licensed, insured, certified, Water Cleanup of Florida is providing the one-stop shopping all of us are looking for. No need to bring in other contractors. They're going to handle the entire project from start to finish. Wherever you're calling from, the entire Tri-County area, Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach, Water Cleanup of Florida is taking your calls, taking your text messages, 954-900-8635. You can also go to WCUFL.com. Water Cleanup of Florida, we clean up your schmutz. So, the only update I have right now, as far as Damian Lillard goes, and it really does seem like, so, you got all the assholes out there who are trying to steer different direction, you know, especially it seems like the ringer, you know, Bill Simmons is the ringer, and all those guys who are on that, Ryan Russillo, Kevin O'Connor, all these guys on the ringer, they're trying to steer Portland away from Miami, because they all love the Celtics, and they all hate the Heat, but it really does seem like, outside, and even Wojnarowski, Wojnarowski hates the Heat, but even Wojnarowski, it really seems like we're in a place now where everyone knows it's the Heat, it's just the Portland Trailblazers are going to have to pull the trigger at some point. But it's the Heat, and it's only the Heat. Because all we're hearing is Damian Lillard has his sights set on only Miami. And that he's going to create a mess if Portland doesn't acquiesce. So the Heat fans are going to have to continue to be patient. But it's Miami or bust. And bust isn't, does not seem to be an option. So Damian Lillard to Miami... It's like Thanos snapping his fingers. It's inevitable. So that's where we are right now as far as a Damian Lillard update. A couple nights ago, on the small TV here in the Zaslow Mansion family room, I had the Heat Summer League. Like a huge dork. If you're watching Summer League, God bless, you're a great fan. But like a huge dork. 
I got the Summer League on. I'm texting back and forth with my man, Evan Cohen. Huge Heat fan, Sirius XM, Mad Dog Radio, Morning Men, every morning, 6 to 9. You guys know that's my favorite show. I'm texting back and forth with Evan. He's, he's a huge dork when it comes to that kind of stuff. But I happen to be watching it also. And Nikola Jovic, Jaime Jaquez Jr. I don't know, they may be off the table as far as this Damian Lillard trade. Like, if I'm the Blazers, and you know they're watching that game, they want to see these young guys. If I'm the Blazers, I look at that, I say, hold on, I can get those two young guys who look like they could play. I'm also going to get an expiring contract, you know, in Kyle Lowry. And I'm also going to get like three first round picks. Uh, I'm sorry. This is not the worst deal that could be had. That's how you wind up rebuilding. You look at this Blazer team. You're building your team around Scoot Henderson. You got young guys, Anthony Simons. And, and who's the other one? Shaded Sharp. You're going to bring in Hakez, Nikola Jovic. I, I, I understand they don't want Tyler here. And we'll get to that. But that's because there's overlap. There's position overlap there. And you're going to get in total like four first round picks. I'm sorry. You could do a whole lot worse. I'm tired of hearing everybody out there say how the Heat are not offering shit. And this is this would be the worst trade in NBA history. Get the hell out of here. It's such a it's such an anti-Miami bias out there. I'm over it. But I'm watching that game if I'm Portland, and I'm like, all right. This like how, how about this? Forget, forget I'm watching the game if I'm Portland. How about I'm watching the game as a Heat fan? And I'm saying to myself, man, I'd really like to keep one of these guys. Like Trista Crick, you know we have our friend Trista on every now and then from Odyssey's BetMGM. And she said to me, how much do the Heat like Jovic? And I said, I, I could tell you that I, I like enough that I've heard that I think they may be a little bit worried about him going on and being great somewhere else. And I do feel that way about Jovic. I'm worried about him going on and being great somewhere else. But we know the Heat are in a win-now spot, man. Like, long-term, you may not want to give up Jovic and Hawkes Jr., who, man, does he look like a player. I know it's just one stupid summer league game. I get it, I know. But, man, does he look like a player. Pat Riley's 78 years old, man. It's all about winning right now. Jimmy Butler, hey, Jimmy's what, 34? It's all about winning right now. So, your mortgage in the future, so you can win right now. And I'm sorry, if Portland's going to get a couple real nice young players and a bunch of draft picks, shut the hell up. You know, it's not as if there's no risk for Miami. Damian Lillard, who's had a couple injuries recently, Damian Lillard is 33 years old by the time the season starts, and in four years from now, is making $62 million a year. Don't tell me there's no risk on Miami's side. It's huge reward and huge risk followed by that. Come on already. But that heat offer is looking a whole lot better with what you saw to Jovic, who is clearly bulked up, and Hawkes Jr. dunking it on your face. You know, I did Saslow Show 2.0 poll question the other day, right? Where if you could only keep one, do you keep Caleb Martin, Jovich, or Hawkes Jr.? And 75% of the vote, a landslide, took Caleb Martin. Because he's an established player. We know what we have in him. And he certainly looks like he's ascending. Now, I do think, though, 
if the Heat, if the Heat tell the Blazers we are keeping Martin, you better be prepared to pay him in a year from now. You have to keep him. Like if that that's a major, major leverage move for Caleb Martin. If the Heat don't put him in that trade, Caleb Martin can ask for a lot of money after next year because he knows the Heat value him. And you can't hold him back from that trade and then let him go in a year. That'll be a lot of leverage for Caleb Martin. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. But I had a poll question a couple days ago, right? And Caleb Martin in a landslide. 75% of Zaslow Show 2.0 listeners keep Caleb Martin out of those three guys. What if I changed that question? Two, you could either keep Caleb Martin or you could keep Jovich and Hawkes Jr. Not pick one out of the three, pick either or. You could keep Martin or you keep Jovich and Hawkes Jr. Then what's your answer? That's a little bit of a tougher question, right? That's a little bit tougher. I wonder what that poll question would be. Anyway, so before we bring Israel on board here, there's an NBA rule that looks like it's about to be tested out here in Summer League. And this is interesting. Why is it interesting? Because I've been shouting it from the rooftops for years now. For years, I've been telling you guys the way to stop flopping, right? First, if you guys need homeowner's insurance, you're out there, you're buying a home, you're a new homeowner, one of the things you got to do is you got to have your home insured. And the only place that I get my homeowner's insurance from is Brunt Insurance. And that's because I know I've been with Brunt Insurance now for about 10 years. And I know, God forbid, something happens, I'm covered. I'm getting the most comprehensive and affordable homeowner's insurance through my man Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance. And that's because wherever you're calling from in Florida, from Pensacola all the way down to the Keys, Brunt Insurance... They're getting you the best coverage out there at the most affordable rate. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage also on your automobile, your motorcycle, your boat, you're making the right call at 954-589-2204. The team at Brunt Insurance has the expertise and the experience to find exactly the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies for for trailers and motorhomes as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 
954-589-2204. They got offices all throughout Florida. You're going to get the best insurance rates, the best coverage that you could find out there. It's the only insurance company I use for my homeowner's insurance, and that's why you're a great Zaslow Show 2.0 listener. I send you to Brunt Insurance. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204, 954-589-2204. I've been telling you for years now how to get flopping out of the NBA. I've been telling you this. The NHL has embellishment penalty. If a player takes a penalty, like one player hooks the other player, that's going to be a penalty. It's going to be a hooking call. But if the guy who got hooked is embellishing to try and draw the attention to it and draw the penalty, guess what? He also gets a two-minute embellishment minor. It's a judgment call. You don't know for sure that there was embellishment, The referee is making a judgment call. And in basketball, when the referee is deciding on calling a foul or not a foul, that's a judgment call, right? Well, the way that you take flopping out of the league, you start assessing technical fouls when there's a flop. Oh, but you don't know for sure if it's a flop. Of course you don't know for sure. And you know what? It becomes a judgment call from the official. And the way that you get rid of the flopping is... Make sure you don't do anything remotely that could be considered flopping because if you do, if the official suspects it, technical foul. That's how you get rid of flopping. And guess what the NBA is going to be trying out here in Summer League? Assessing technical fouls for flopping. That's right. That's right. And just like in hockey, where you have the penalty and the embellishment, hey, a player can be called for a foul... At the same time, the other player is flopping to exacerbate the foul. You could have a foul and a flopping violation. Both can happen. Both can be true. They're going to get a technical foul. The other team gets a free throw and the ball and possession. Now, I also like this part, and I didn't think about this. The flopping technical foul (coughs) does not count, excuse me, as one, does not count as the way a technical foul for unsportsmanlike conduct would count. Meaning, if you pick up the technical for flopping, and then you argue with the referee a few minutes later and get a technical foul, you're not ejected. That's not two technical fouls. That essentially becomes your first unsportsmanlike technical foul. That's fine. You want to do it like that? That's I'm okay with that. The whole point is, if you flop... Oh, but it's a judgment call. The officials have to snuff that out. Yeah, that's right. Every foul is a judgment call. And this will absolutely get flopping out of the game. Because the player, number one, technical foul, that's a big penalty. And the player doesn't want to be called for a flop in the middle of the game for everybody to see. It's one thing for there to be a a $5,000 flopping Penalty, flopping, fine, you get assessed the next day. Who cares? But when you get called for a flopping technical foul in-game, I mean, you look like a chump. That's how you get rid of flopping. So finally, the NBA is going to do something about it. Finally. With that said, I got my top five floppers 
in today's NBA. That's right. We're going to count it down from 5 to 1. Today's top 5 floppers in the NBA. Matter of fact, give me my NBA music here. Let's go. NBA, that's right. NBA on NBC music. Top 5 floppers in today's game. These are the guys who the new rule is going to affect the most. Here we go. Number 5, Kyle Lowry. That's right. We all know this. Yes, he plays for the Heat. But, I mean, you got your head in the sand. If you can't also admit, this guy complains the entire game. He's a brutal watch, and he's a huge flopper. You got to be fair. Even if you're a Heat fan, you got to be fair. Number five, top five biggest floppers, Kyle Lowry. Number four, these are the guys who it's going to affect the most. Fourth biggest flopper in today's NBA, LeBron James. That's right. Everybody knows LeBron is a massive flopper. This goes back to his time with the Heat. We all know that. And he's just as bad, if not worse, today. LeBron, massive flopper. It'll be very embarrassing when he gets penalized a technical foul for his antics. Number three, third biggest flopper in today's NBA, James Harden. And it's not James Harden on the defensive end who's flopping. Because he doesn't play defense. It's when he has the ball. James Harden's the rare guy who flops with the ball. Harden's the third biggest flopper in today's NBA. Second biggest flopper in today's NBA. Marcus Smart. Now, I got to steal a joke from SiriusXM starting lineup. Frank Isola, Brian Scalabrini. All you guys know, I love that show. I listen every single day. I got to steal a joke here. The Celtics, they may have traded away Marcus Smart because they knew this new flop and penalty was about to hit the league and they had to get out of the Marcus Smart business. That's a good joke. Hey, maybe there's some truth to that. Second biggest flopper in today's NBA, Marcus Smart. And number one, ooh, you guys are so excited. Number one, biggest flopper in today's NBA. Joel Embiid. That's right. You've never seen a guy so big who falls with such little contact. That's what puts it over the top. The fact that he's one of the biggest guys in the league and he still flops, that's what makes him the number one flopper in the entire NBA. Joel Embiid, he's going to get hammered with this new rule if they wind up bringing it to the actual regular season. So again, Counting down from 5 to 1. Your biggest floppers in the league today. The guys who are going to be exposed the most with this new flopping penalty. Number 5, Kyle Lowry. Number 4, LeBron James. Number 3, James Harden. Number 2, Marcus Smart. And number 1, Joel Embiid. There you have it. Top 5 biggest floppers in today's NBA. Yup. We'll get into Zero Gutierrez' thoughts there. I won't tell him who mine are. We'll just... Who, who are the guys that are going to be most affected? We'll see what he says. I'll tell you what. It's summertime. And you may be thinking to yourself, Zazzo, I'm treat, my, treat myself to a brand new ride. But where do I go? Hey, that's the easy part. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. The only car dealership I send you to. It's the only car dealership I personally endorse. And that's because North Fort Lauderdale Subaru carries the widest inventory of newest Subaru markets on the Subaru models on the market. The Outback, the Crosstrek, the Forester, the Ascent. 
If you're looking for something fun you want to buy your kid, hey, first car, 16 years old, or maybe you're just looking for a sedan to take to and from work, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. You need a Subaru SUV, something to pack the entire family and take a road trip, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. That's right. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road, the building you know and the place to go, nflsubaru.com. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, South Florida's newest and technologically advanced Subaru dealer. Shop over a thousand vehicles. You could do it from home right now. NFLSubaru.com, the only car dealership I personally endorse. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. All guests on Zazlo Show 2.0. Everybody knows are brought to us by the official beer of the program, Johnny Cuba. You can pick up a six pack of Johnny Cuba. At your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. If you don't know where you could pick up Johnny Cuba in your neighborhood, you send me a message, my man Juan. He'll tell me exactly where to tell you to go pick up a Johnny Cuba. Take it from me. You guys, you'll try Johnny Cuba for the very first time. You're like, Zazla, I didn't know it was so delicious. And I'm going to tell you, of course it's so delicious. What do you think I've been telling you about it for? Remember, always drink responsibly. And, of course, Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. Joining us here is our pal, Israel Gutierrez. Hello, Israel. Thanks a lot for joining us here. Uh, I'll talk, obviously, with you about Damian Lillard. That's the big story, all right? But I do want to start by asking you, you know, you you used to be like a legit, you know, reporter. And what I mean by that is you used to break stories like trades, free agencies. You know, you were on the Miami Heat beat for a long time here, the Miami Herald. So you understand the way this game is played, And I wonder what are your thoughts and social media obviously has changed the game a lot over the last, you know, dozen or so years. I I wonder what you think of the way this works over the last, you know, week since free agency began, because I feel like there are dudes out there, man, who just make stuff up. Like, am I, am I wrong about, (laughs) am I wrong about saying that? Like, I feel like, I feel like some of the reporters, they have to show their bosses, Hey, I'm in the game. I got info. I feel like there are some guys who make stuff up, man. Am I wrong? I hope so. I hope you're wrong. Um, where I think guys maybe fall short or just go with something um, that may not be true, I don't think it's made up. I think they just don't uh, – they overvalue the quality of their source. Their source could be, you know, hearing it third hand, but maybe because, you know, that person's in a, you know an important position somewhere else or – um, has been right in the past, maybe, you know, they think, oh, this is this is definitely right. I'm going to go with this. And I think what's happening with uh, sort of all these stories and and all this type of reporting is it's just like it's all just so out in the open and it's all so obvious what everybody's doing. And so, you know, whatever you want to say, um, you know, it's clear that Damian Lillard has reporters, Damian Lillard's camp, his agent, whatever you want to call it, has reporters that he'll or they'll lean on. And you know, obviously their message is clear. They want to go to Miami. Portland doesn't want that to be a lack of leverage case. And so they've been playing all the other cards, which are, hey, we're going to take the right deal, the best deal for us, when really all that's doing is just kind of stalling to see if they can find a spot, perhaps for Tyler Hero, um, and, you know, seeing if Miami can take Nurkic uh, as well as part of the deal, etc. And the thing that makes me laugh is like, all right, We've seen this so many times. We know exactly how it plays out. We know exactly who's asking for what and what's being done. It's no secret that, you know, maybe Adrian Wojnarowski has some 
pretty good sources in Portland and, you know, maybe protecting sources. I don't know how that stuff works necessarily uh, at his level, but um, it's so clear what's happened. After Damian Lillard has been this perfectly loyal person for 10, 11 seasons, right? Has had the opportunity, what, for four years, basically, to ask out if he wanted to reasonably like everybody else does after seven years and hasn't and has given him every opportunity to build a winner around him. Now, this is the guy, this is who they're going to say, no, no, you're going to do whatever the heck we want to do. We're the we're the team that has power, not the play. No, this is clearly, especially because it's Portland, like, oh, no, if not the smallest market in the league. If you do that to the superstar that has been ridiculously loyal to you over the last handful of seasons and you have failed him in building around him, you're like, you can never expect your star rookie to ever resign with you. You can never expect to build around a super duper star because look what happened. You had a decade with one and then you kicked him to the curb and didn't even give him what he wanted on the way out. Like that's not the reputation they want. And so this to me is a pretty simple transaction. It's the benefit of the LeBrons and all of every, everybody. I mean, LeBron didn't ask for trade, but the benefit of flexing your, your muscle, if you will. And, and he's doing it and he, and, and he's played along the entire time, Zaslow, the agent apology for the IG Live Miami music. Uh, what the hell is that? That's weird. You don't need an apology for that. It's yeah. obvious they've been playing along every step of the way, trying to do whatever they can for Portland to get as much out of Miami. And and the other thing that bugs me about this, and you haven't asked me this yet, but the other thing that Go bugs on. me about this Go on. is this idea that Tyler Hero is something uh, of I'm an I'm so glad you're like bringing you're this up. Keep him. going. I'm so glad you mentioned this. Go ahead. I, I read somebody, I think it works for us, um, I think this is who I read, said Philadelphia should be the leader or is probably going to because they have the most attractive package around rising star Tyrese Maxey. Explain that one to me. Maxie's resume is Maxie chump is rising compared star to Tyler Hero. Chump and Tyler change. Hero's not. Exactly. I mean, they even went to the same school for crying out loud. So just look at the actual numbers and look at the production and look at, you know, what their roles are in their respective teams and what they've had to do. Like Tyrese Maxie had an easier, like just fill in the gaps wherever the heck uh, Harden and Embiid, you know, leave them. And with, with Tyler, it's a totally different story. Tyler came in as a scorer, was transitioned into sort of a combo guard and did all that. Like it with no, like he did a lot of work on himself and is a very good player, fringe all-star, if not going to be an all-star one or two times in the league. Like the idea that just because he doesn't fit in what you think you're building in Portland, which what the hell are you building in Portland? You just signed Jeremy Grant to an over-the-top contract, which felt like one of those contracts that you just signed to make sure that you don't look terrible after Damian Lillard leaves. Lillard leaves. Why? Why him? He's not Chris Bosh. He's not even that level of player. So if you don't want Tyler Hero back in that trade, maybe you should take back Tyler Hero in that trade because you don't know what you're doing over there in Portland. Like you don't know what you're doing and he might be better than what you think he is. I'm so glad you brought up the Tyler Hero. How many rookies score 37 points in an NBA Finals game? What, where's that list? Show me the list because it's kind of small. So, yeah. You know, he's a six man of the year. He's through four years. He's playing 100 big games at the NBA level at this point. He's fearless. He gets better every single year. I'm so glad you brought it up with Tyler Hero. Where, and uh, there, there seems to be this agenda out there where Tyler Hero is, is some type of locker room killer. You don't want this guy on your team. And, and you mentioned Ooh. Tyrese Maxey. I got news for you. When Max and, and I like Maxey. I don't want to make this about Ty Tyrese Maxey not being a good player. 
think he's great. But when Tyrese Maxey signs his extension eventually, I guess in a year from now, it's going to be a lot more than the $27 million a year that Tyler Hero makes. I got news for you. Yeah. And you mentioned the locker room cancer or whatever he might be about. You know how many opportunities Tyler had to just, like, be a jerk? Like, to just speak up and be like, what are you guys doing? I, like, last year in the playoffs, it felt early on like he was getting frozen out a little bit, and he wasn't nearly as much. Like, you know, say what you will, but, you know, maybe the offense was more focused and he didn't, you know, wasn't uh, as important as a scorer at that point. But he could have gone off then. He could have gone off a couple of times, and he didn't. You know, he could have gone off when they asked him to, to be the sixth man, and 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 he won sixth man of the year. He just said, no, I'm a starter, and he, could, he didn't do that. And so – um, you know, he he has been a quality locker room person, a quality mm-hmm. player. And go ahead, like go ahead and try to convince some other team to give you some other player. Like, okay, Mikhail Bridges. Let's just say hypothetically, you can get Mikhail Bridges, which you can't. You building a, a team around Mikhail Bridges no. the way you do around Damian Lillard. No. So why are you even bothering with that level of nitpicking? Like, go get your draft picks, get your young players, like a Tyler Hero, which who can run a combo like a point guard for you situation. If you want to run him and Simons together as combo guards, they probably can. Um, neither of them are going to be great defenders, but they can probably make, you know, teams, uh, make it a nightmare for teams on the other end. So, yeah, I just think they're they're doing this wrong. They did everything right so far in terms of making sure that Damian plays along and, and you know, everybody's saying the right things. But to immediately, like, devalue Tyler Hero, which is, you know, was this close to making an all-star team a couple of years ago and is, you know, really good, a starter, 20 points a game on a team that made it to the finals, even though he wasn't there for in- because of injury. Like, it's ridiculous, like, how they devalue him. And I understand Tyler being upset right now. Like, he's taken the Miami Heat out of his social media bios. And I get it from his perspective, where he, he feels like he's going to be traded, so he could be upset with the Heat about that part of it. And mm-hmm. then there's all of this we're, we're talking about where – Everyone out there on social media is trying to tell anyone who's within earshot of how they don't want Tyler Hero on their team. And that's bullshit. Like, I, I totally get Tyler being upset about it. it sucks. And the, yeah, I do. I do. And like, it, it sucks too because, I mean, obviously, Pat Riley said what he said about Tyler being, mm-hmm. you know, a cornerstone for the franchise. Well, we and, know what that is. We, we, it, right. It's, it's building him up, it's leverage and all that stuff. But one of the things that I loved about Tyler when talking to him at length a couple of years ago was he, really likes and values the idea and doesn't take for granted the idea that he's on a winning team. Like that's why he made all those sacrifices. That's why he didn't bitch and complain is because his dream has always been to be on a relevant team and contribute to that team. And he had been doing that for whatever it is, four seasons. And so it would suck for him to go to some team like Portland that's on a rebuild that theoretically doesn't want him. Or even to Brooklyn, you know, that team that just is the the spare parts of the wreck of, uh, you know, Durant, Harden, and, and Kyrie Irving. So um, I, I get that. And for me personally, like, I think if he goes out to the Western Conference, he's going to do himself a favor. He's going to do his game a favor. And he's probably going to flourish even more out there without, you know, Jimmy and Bam and the sort of structure of the Eastern Conference. And so um, I feel bad for him because he is – like we're talking about nationally being looked at as a yeah. completely different player than we were celebrating yeah. just a year plus ago. And so, and, and you know, to him, it's the heat's fault because they could just build around him and say, you know, forget that guy. 
But um, no, I get it. I get it too. But I don't think it would be the worst thing for his career if he goes and gets the reins on a team for a little bit and shows off what he can do. Back to the journalism slash reporting part of everything we're hearing right now. I feel like a lot of these reporters are obviously holding water for general managers and trying to get their, you know, position out, trying to get their angle out. Like when a general manager tells you something, you know, he's your source. Mm -hmm. You have to know what's happening there. But do you just put it out anyway? Because it's like, all right, this is the game. Like, you you know this is probably not true, and it's it's posturing, and you're being used to essentially promote a certain angle, but it's coming right from the horse's mouth. So what do you do in that spot? Well, mostly what happens there is the GM will say, well, here's what I can tell you. And then you've got to, if there are any gaps to be filled, you've got to fill them yourself. GMs aren't going to lie to you, frankly. They're just going to try to give you information that leads – it gives their best, um, you know, puts them in the best position. And so as a reporter, if you are being led one way and you just go hook, line, and sinker without backing it up or without getting some some other sources uh, to confirm it, then, then you're probably playing yourself because, like you said, everybody knows what the game is. And so um, it's just a matter of of who's good and who's not. And again, I don't really know how it works directly in the Woj circles or in the Adam Schefter circles. Like I've never been that level of reporter. In fact, I mean, we talk about it all the time that one summer uh, where the Heat made all those trades and that story for the yeah, two thousand five. Like, I was the first person that you told. Let me just say, thank goodness uh, for Jason Williams's agent, who uh, his name escapes me at the moment, but. He's the one who started the dominoes for me. And yeah. so then I could confirm everything else from there. And so he's no law. I don't think he's in the business anymore. So I think it's okay for me to say, but he had kind of also told me like, just cause I schmoozed it out of him. So it wasn't like he was, he actually even felt like he was giving me stuff. Uh, but anyway, um, for people I, I who don't that, know the story that he made the huge trade after losing in game seven in 2005 and they traded away Eddie Jones and, and, and whoever else. And they got, Jason Williams, James, James Posey, and Antoine Walker. And at the time, what was like the biggest trade in the history of the league, the most teams, the most players involved. Right. It was a lot of pieces. And Israel is the one who, who broke the story. And the way that he broke the story, he called me in the studio at 790 The Ticket and said, hey, this just happened. Can you put me on air? I think it was Stu Gotts, maybe, who was on the air in the afternoon filling in for Levitard. And he's, you said, you want to put me on air with, you know, whoever you got there and, and I can go ahead and break this, you know, for everyone. So I was the first person that you told and then you went on in the air and you actually broke the story. How about that? You know, it's funny is I don't even remember that part. I only remember what my job was, was to get it in the paper. And that part I remember, but all the other stuff around it, don't even remember very much. But yeah, yeah that was that was a fun time. I couldn't yeah. do that every year. Yeah, that's 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 the way it went down. That was fun. Uh, all right. So yeah, just so much of the reporting is, I don't know, like when you get the report a few days ago that Kyrie Irving has all of these meetings lined up right. and one of the teams is the heat. It's like, yeah, that's definitely not true. It's definitely not true. Israel that like that stuff makes me nuts, you know? Yeah. And so I don't know, like situations like Kyrie, I just find completely unique because again, it's, immediately transparent like everybody knows what his situations are but it just seems like he's above that or his folks are above that and so maybe like you have they've convinced themselves that yeah people do this all the time they lie they put stuff out there let's just put this out there right. maybe 
But I wouldn't say that that is normal. I wouldn't say that that's regular practice. I would say that that's probably something that if it did happen in this Kyrie situation, then that's very unique to him and and his and his camps. So, um, yeah, I, I that one, too, it was just so crazy to me. It's like even Dallas, they don't need any leverage because they already know they already gave up the picks and the players to get to Kyrie. They already know they're stuck paying him. And so well, Bill um, Simmons yeah. had the funny tweet. You saw Bill hmm. Simmons's tweet. The, the the Mavericks had to go three for 126 because there were a couple of other teams ready to offer three for 25. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny tweet, yeah. man. I thought the funniest tweet was when um when Kyrie was consi- or talking about going to Phoenix and said, oh, now he believes in the Suns rotation. Nice. It's, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> nonsense. It's nonsense. Uh, Israel, I think that Josh Richardson is better than Gabe Vincent. What do you make of that? Ooh, um, I don't. I think uh, Gabe Vincent is better for his shot making. Um, I think he is enough of a pest defensively. I think he gets there and he makes he gets to the spot better and makes it way more difficult for an official to make a call. In fact, got some wrong calls against him in the playoffs because he just gets to the spot uh, so well. I think Josh is a different type of defender. Um, He'll try to deflect. He'll try to you know, he'll definitely stay in front, but he won't necessarily take the charge. He'll try to, uh, you know, t- take the ball. <laughs> and so um, I think offensively, yeah, you know, when you're creating in the pick and roll, if your options are, hey, Gabe, if he wants against drop coverage, is always going to have like a pull-up 17, 18-footer, mm, you know, it's all right, but it's not the best shot in the NBA, whereas Josh is probably going to keep driving that and maybe try to draw a foul, maybe finish over somebody. I think that is is probably better for playoff type of performances when you're talking about a guy that you're not expecting as much from. Because I don't think Josh Richardson, for example, if he were to start for the Miami Heat in the playoffs last year, I, I don't think he's better than Kate Vincent. I don't. Not for that team. So this team, presumably as a backup uh, sort of combo who can defend uh, both spots, I think that's... That's a good fit. How long do you think this Lillard thing is going to drag out? Um, it really just kind of depends on whether the Heat are going to do their part to make it make the PR hit a little easier on Portland. Like, our, well, what does that mean? I, what do they got to do? What, what what does that mean? I don't know exactly because I'm not in there, and you know, Miami Heat doesn't leak very much. But like, but you're right. Is, like, what you're saying, I I, I can envision them saying, "Hey, let let." What can we do to make you look good? Well, they have to do the work anyway because Portland's just sitting there. Their players are the one asking for the trade, so other people are asking, uh, are giving offers, and so they could either find another team that wants Tyler or somebody else even more. But then, you know, again, those other teams are are very clear as to what's happening. You're you're trying to do Portland a favor. You're trying to do Miami a favor. And if you're asking me to get rid of a player that is even similar to Tyler Hero to take back Tyler Hero just to get you to be the best team in the Eastern Conference, probably not going to do that. And so, you know, they're doing their due diligence and trying to make sure that, you know, there isn't another team out there that can get Portland to say yes faster or yes uh, with less, you know, stipulations. And then, you know, if that doesn't work, then it's all right. Here is the salary that we want you to take. Um, You got to take it. And so the thing that I am a little bit confused by is, the use of Nurkic thing, like people are saying, oh, you're going to have to take that contract. If I'm Miami, I know they just signed Thomas Bryant, but I'm good with that. Like, 
give me some depth of bigs because it's the thing we were lacking so terribly uh, last year. And, you know, if, if that means maybe as a, you know, you're welcome, they take back Kyle Lowry because it's an expiring and they go full rebuild, um, you know, then they can sort of work out the details there. So I, I think that's where they are in this stage is just Portland holding out to make sure that Miami does everything possible to try to get them back the best deal because this just doesn't feel like this scenario where it's going to be, here's the curveball, dun-dun-dun, Portland's not going to give Damian Lillard what he wants after he was so good to them, you know, for a few years. I will say this much. Mm-hmm. It is different than the C.J. McCollum situation because with C.J. McCollum, like, he knew for a while he was going to get traded. Oh. They just kind of worked around and said, hey, is this team cool? All right, we'll work a deal with this team. And then they did it but it wasn't public. It wasn't CJ demanding a trade and he didn't say, I only want to go there. So it gave Portland more options. That's why they were so great with him when it comes. So with Damien, it becomes a little different because he's asking for the trade. But again, he could have done it three years ago, could have done it two years ago. Like he could have asked for a trade and been this menace and been this annoying person a long time ago and he didn't. So now it's your turn to return the favor. Let's have some fun on the way out here, Israel. Earlier on the show today, because you have this new rule that the NBA is going to try in order to get rid of flopping. A rule, by the way, I have been saying for years, this is how you get rid of flopping. Technical mm-hmm. fouls. This In-game is it. Penalty. Yeah. This is it. They're going to get rid of it. All right. And yes, it's a judgment call. Every foul in official calls, guess what? Is a judgment call. Don't flop. Don't even make it look like a flop. It's going to work. So as a result, I gave my top five floppers, all right? Top five. I count them down from five to one. It was so dramatic. Who <laughs> are your top five floppers, your guys who are going to be affected potentially the most by this new Okay. Rule? Well, I got an outside looking in, and this is more just uh, because of the way he responds to calls, not so much about flopping, but he okay. does flop a little bit. Uh, Jason Tatum drives me nuts. His, okay. His, his relationship with the officials drives me absolutely insane. Um, he complains about the tiniest of things, and then yeah, and then every time down the floor, he does not make a shot. He he complains every time, for sure. Every time, uh, number five, Kyle Lowry. Uh, was Tatum not number five? No, he was outside looking. Oh, he's outside looking. Sorry, number five, Lowry. Go ahead. Okay, number five is Kyle Lowry. Um, it's very much like reputation driven because he did, he does get in there a lot. Like, he he's not a flopper the way my number one guy is a flopper. Um, because I think Kyle legitimately thinks he gets in there every time and then just, you know, falls because you have to, I mean, a lot of people think, a lot of people think like, you don't have to fall falling as a flop. Like you got to fall to get their attention because otherwise if they just hit you, it's the same thing with like LeBron and Shaq. If they just hit you and you just lay it up anyway, and you don't feel like you were affected, you're probably not, you have to fall. And also it's safer to fall. It's safer to just sort of like back, you know, and, and absorb the hit anyway. But Kyle Lowry's number five. Um, I've got Chris Paul in there. Uh, Chris Paul is just really good. I mean, it's, he does it all. Like, you know, he he's just he's the got best all actor. the dirty veteran point guard tricks. Highest IQ in the league in terms of tricks. Highest IQ in the league. Um, number three, LeBron. Uh, LeBron is like, it's not even in a game where you say, okay, watch, he's, he's going to flop a couple of times. You just got to look through his resume. And I know he's got the longest resume of anybody in the sport, but good God, he's got some ridiculous yep. flops. Like, yep. re- 
ridiculous flop that he goes over the top with the grabbing and the face yep. and all that stuff. So I got to go LeBron, number three, number two, Trey Young. Okay. Trey Young is just, he's mini Paul Pierce. It's every time he dribbles the ball and there's that, it's ah. And you so it's head, to the point the where kicking back. you know a guy's a flopper when he gets called out for being a flopper and he's just like, I, you know, I'll, I'll do it less, whatever. Like he, he didn't even like, he just stopped doing it as much, mm-hmm. but he's still a big time flopper. Number one, number, I'm very excited here. Who is it? Uh, it's Marcus Smart. Number one is Marcus Smart. They're flying all over the place, like to the point where he can get people hurt. He's flying all over the place. And it's it's just his game plan. This is part of his strategy. He's just been that guy his entire career. It's, you know, they're not going to call every foul. Um, they're they're going to think a lot of the flops are real. Um, and just, you know, that's my game. And he is an irritant. That's and a good he- list. That's a good list. A couple of hours were different. Uh, I had number five, Kyle Lowry. Okay. Number four, LeBron James. Hmm. Number three, James Harden. Okay. Number two, Marcus Smart. Number one, Joel Embiid. Really? Oh, yeah. Come on. Embiid the flop? You can't be his size and get knocked down as much as he gets knocked down. It's not possible. I mean, Jokic gets knocked down a lot at that size. I don't find Jokic to be a flopper at all, to be honest. Right. So, hmm. I don't know. Embiid's a good one, though. Like I do know. Okay. Sorry. Conversation over. Number one. The biggest. The biggest flopper. Uh, you like this rule, though. I think it's going to work. I do. I, I think, um, yeah, I, I think it's most certainly going to work, uh, especially if... I think it's going to be... I think there's one thing to get fined the next day, and, as opposed to another thing where you're in an arena of 20,000 people, and they're all pointing at you that you're a flopper. Yeah, and different. If, if you get away with one, if anybody gets away with one in a game and doesn't get that technical foul, like... All like p- eyes are going to be even sharpened. Like it's going to be even close, and players are probably not going to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think I think there is a lot of muscle memory in that. Like every time I get touched, I'm supposed to do that. But I don't know if that like those aren't the flops that are going to be called. Like if you, you know, somebody gets bumped and you just like fall back and it's not even close. Like that is going to be stop the game. That's a technical. Well, no, but- they're not stopping the game. Right. Sorry. If the game is stopped in that scenario, whatever. Yeah, that should be a technical or even if it's a, it's a bucket and then it should be an ant, right? Because it's a turnover because yeah. you try to. Um, I think those are different than, you know, in the middle of the plays while things are happening. Like if you're getting hit and you just kind of throw your head back, like I don't think those are going to be the ones that are going to get called. I think those when you sort of embellish what you or, or just what you think is an actual call, like just to show them where you actually got fouled. I don't know if that's necessarily. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I think the ones where, yeah, you're creating something out of nothing. uh, That's, that's the ones where you're going to get the technical foul. Good job. Is there there anything we could promote for you here? What do you got going on? Uh, It's July, man. No, I'm going to summer league. I'm going to Vegas this weekend. So, uh, you know, everyone's going to be talking, man. We get so much information and misinformation summer league, right? Remember last year. Oh man. Andy Ellisberg and Sean Marks. They're having lunch together in the food court. The Shaq trade happened in Summer League in Orlando. Uh, in Is that 05. right? Yeah. Oh, four. Yeah. Stan- wow. Oh, four, how about that? Me. I remember Stan's giddy face the entire time we were talking about it. Is that right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, right. it's one of those where you go from like, wow, I'm a head coach in the league. And it's just like, oh, crap. I'm about to start coaching that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good job, Israel. Thank you, pal. All right, Zez. Great job by Israel Gutierrez, of course. Guys, I've been telling you about sheets and giggles. 
for months now. And why am I telling you about Sheets and Giggles for months now? Because look, for really the last, I, I think it's four months now that Sheets and Giggles has been on board Zaslow Show 2.0. I've been getting the best sleep out there. The best sleep I've ever had in my life. And if you listen to Zaslow Show 2.0, I want you guys to experience the same kind of great sleep that me and my entire family have been experiencing since we switched over to whatever we were using before to Sheets and Giggles. SheetsGiggles.com, where we're talking about naturally softer, cooler, more breathable sheets than you've ever had in your entire life. The Zaslow family now, we are four of over 100,000 Americans that are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles, and we're never going back. That's right. Sheets and Giggles, the only place, SheetsGiggles.com, the only place I have to shop for sheets now. That's right. That's not a chore anymore. I don't have to wonder about where am I going to get better sheets. I got the best sheets, and I know I can go to SheetsGiggles.com and get the best value out there. Not only are they super affordable, but also environmentally friendly. And you know, hey, I love it that our sponsors are huge South Florida sports fans. My man Colin, he's the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles. He's keeping a close eye on what's going on with Damian Lillard. But most importantly, we got to make sure you get the good sleep. SheetsGiggles.com. Use promo code ZASLO on your first order. 20% 20% off upon checkout. SheetsGiggles.com. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Every show we make sure we get, all, get to all the important stuff that we haven't been able to get to yet. It, hey, if you have water damage, mold, fire damage in your home, is that a big deal? Maybe it's not a big deal. I don't know. Water cleanup of Florida. They're going to tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. 954-900-8635. Let Water Cleanup of Florida tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. All right, so you know my pal is Peter Rosenberg, Hot 97, ESPN New York, Michael K. Show, WWE. You see him on the network there as well. Well, this was from yesterday. Maybe it was two days ago. I'm not sure. But you had a caller into the Michael K. Show. And in in Peter's background, you know, all of us have, have, have fun stuff in the background if you watch on the video. You see, I got my mix tiles. All of us have fun stuff. Well, he, he's a big hip-hop head, and he's got a poster of Method Man in the background. And and this caller, uh, for whatever reason, he didn't like it. Go to Greg in Ronkonkoma. What's up, Greg? Hi, Michael. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Big fan, buddy. Thanks. Listen, um, I just I just looked up at my TV and I see this picture of Method Man in the background. I was going to talk to you about Harris, Harrison Bader's reception in St. Louis. I thought it was just unbelievable. But I got this Method Man in my background. Okay. Well, that isn't that was. You What's look, that got to do with sports radio? Well, Method or, Man is that is is that. Don, oh, when he was singing? It's in uh, Peter's picture. You know, yeah. it, it just bothers me. You know, well, you know what, You know what? It's a radio show. Listen on the radio. It doesn't matter if Peter has a clown behind him. Why does it, why does it bother yeah, I'm not listening on the radio. But, why, listening, but Greg, 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 help me out. Greg, help me out. Why does it bother you that method... You know his, you know his arrest record? I'm here for sports information. Oh, my That's God. Dude, Greg, Greg, hey, Greg, Greg, shut your mouth. Shut your stupid, oh. ignorant mouth. You know nothing. You know nothing about Method Man. Nothing. He's a Who thug. You shut your stupid, racist mouth, Greg. How about that? Shut up. 
No more for you, Greg. A racist. That's you, you're a racist, Greg. Anyone who would look at a picture of Method Man and be offended when you look up what he's contributed to the world and you want to call him a thug, you're a racist piece of garbage. Hang up on Greg. Goodbye, Greg. Shove it. I, I, I'm amazed that the, the background behind Peter is upsetting Greg. It's an old Hot 97 subway poster that he was but offended by. why would that by. upset him? Again, what everybody always seems to forget, this is a radio show that's being simulcasted. If Peter chooses to do the show naked, then turn on the radio if the visual bothers you. And by the way, I don't know what's going to happen later in the show. Yeah, I'm going big deal. That's an excellent job there by Peter. Peter's usually on the right side of all that kind of stuff. And and yeah, Peter ended up making the point on Twitter afterward. And it's funny because he mentioned how normally if he gets mad at callers, he winds up feeling bad about it. And that's so relatable for me. I'm sure it's relatable for most talk shows. So relatable for me because... Yeah, normally you get mad at a caller, and I, I wound up feeling so bad about it later on. But he mentioned he did not get mad later on, and he was happy with the way he handled this caller, and he made the point. The fact of the matter is, Method Man is probably the only member of Wu-Tang Clan that does not have an arrest record, as funny as that may sound. So that's a big deal. Good job by Peter right there. All right, big deal or not a big deal. So, hey, this is the type of coverage you get on 4th of July. You know, we didn't do there was no Zaslow Show 2.0 yesterday on 4th of July, but first take yesterday, I, I mean, it was what? It was Courtney Cronin and and a couple other girls. I, I, I don't know or I don't remember their names. And look, this is the kind of debate that you get. We asked the important question. Courtney, I'm going to start with you on this one. Is Joey Chestnut an all-time athlete? How do we define a sport? A human activity that involves exertion physically and skill. To eat 75 hot dogs and not get sick is, that's a test of, like, your mental fortitude, <laughs> your physical fortitude. This is something that he trains for. He isn't just somebody who shows up to Coney Island and starts dipping hot dogs with buns in water, as gluttonous and as disgusting as you may think it is. <laughs> this takes a lot of skill. Remember when he stiff-armed the guy last year who, like, tried to get on stage and he didn't disrupt his movement at all in trying to shove these things into his mouth? He said that his goal is to break his record of 76. He's been in the game for a minute, guys. 2005, his first hot dog eating contest, the undisputed champion since 2015. Ooh, he is an athlete in my mind. Who can argue that he isn't? Because none of us here can do that. I would not want to do it. I would, no, no, no. I would not want to do it. I do love a hot dog, but I would not want to do all of that. No, I agree with Courtney. He is definitely an athlete. I'm going not a big deal. Like I said, that's the type of coverage you're going to get on 4th of July. It is what it is. It's better than showing reruns. So I'm going not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? Inter-Miami yesterday took on Columbus. And how about this? In the 90th minute, Inter-Miami trailed 2-1, and they would get the equalizer. This ahead. First involvement for Ascona on the far side. Pulls it back. Frey on the ball. Works this into the 18. Campana is there to collect. Campana. Martinez! Go! Josef Martinez with a brilliant strike. And Miami has leveled the match. Joseph Martinez, brilliance on his 104th career MLS goal. I, it was a tremendous goal there from Joseph Martinez, but we're going not a big deal. 
the draw, it's their second draw in a row after losing eight consecutive games in league play, now has Inter Miami 5, 13, and 2. 17 total points, still last place in the Eastern Conference. They have no chance of making the postseason. It feels like we're forever away from Messi making his debut. Messi's not going to be able to make, uh, you know, big enough difference this season to do any kind of damage. It's next year that you're really looking forward to. You just want to have some fun watching Messi play for this team this year. And I watched most of that game yesterday. And for the most part, it really looks like Inter Miami. It's a bunch of guys running around out there who don't know each other. They do not play like a team. Team sucks. But obviously, we're looking forward to Messi. So not a big deal. Finally, big deal or not a big deal? Yesterday, terrible day for the Los Angeles Angels. Mike Trout, he hurts his wrist. He's on the IL now. Shohei Otani, he had to leave the game early as well. He was pitching. He's got a blister. But here's the thing. The Angels, who had been having a good season, have now lost six of their last seven games, and they are out of a playoff spot. What does that mean? Well, at the end of this month, you got the trade deadline. It's looking more and more now like the Angels are going to trade Shohei Otani. So, what kind of return are they going to get for him? You got to figure it's going to be massive. That That's a big deal. That it's looking more and more like the Angels are going to have to trade Shohei Otani. That is a big deal. And that right there, courtesy of Water Cleanup of Florida. Again, if you're dealing with some type of water, mold, or fire damage, let Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Let them tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Yes, big deal or not a big deal. Excellent job putting that together. All right. So, you guys are listening in the future. Have the Heat traded for Damian Lillard at this point? Well, right now, no. But maybe by the time you're listening to this, you're in the future, maybe they have traded for him. Wouldn't that be exciting if we could start the show tomorrow and that's what we're leading off with? I don't know. I can't tell the future. But I can't say thanks to everybody for listening to the show today. I appreciate you. I certainly appreciate everyone's hard work behind the scenes in helping to put together the show. What a great team we got here at Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that fun stuff. I love you a long time. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. 
especially for the love of home. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, honey, you know your dad's world-famous chili. Yeah, the one that takes 24 hours to make. So I was trying to help out and bring the pot to the table, but it was like super hot. And then I um dropped it, and now the floor looks all, you know, stained with chili. Look, the point is, you guys cool with pizza for dinner? <laughs> Honey? Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Hey, parents. Greenlight is here to take one big thing off your to-do list, teaching your kids about money. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, Kids and teens learn to earn, save, and invest. You can send money instantly, set flexible controls, and get real-time notifications of your kids' money activity. Set up chores and put allowance on autopilot to reward them for their hard work. Then learn about the world of money together. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast.